Hello and welcome to Lionel's Home Loans. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, banking, the basics of banking. Um, if you don't know me yet, I'm a, uh, a mortgage loan mortgage loan originator broker, and I'm also a credit specialist. I have my background also in banking. Um, you want to get to learn about more about me? Look at my previous episode. That one's called About Me. It pretty much gives you a small summary on my on my financial background. So back to what I was saying earlier today is the basics of banking, uh, personal banking to be exact. And I'm going to give some details too on, on uh, business banking as well. So banking, um, I, I worked at Citibank um, some time ago. I worked there for about six years. Uh, when I was working there, I learned some things there, I learned quite a few things um, when I was a teller as well as when I was, became a personal banker. Um, a lot of the financial traits that I have, the good traits, came from learning the basics at a bank. And um, I noticed that not a lot of people have those those specific traits or, or worked at them, at those skills, because, you know, they didn't, they didn't work at the bank themselves, but they also weren't probably taught in school or by their parents or, or by anyone else. So they kind of learned on their way. And, you know, if they're making some mistakes, they, you know, they started to learn a little bit more and, and make some adjustments. But I'm sure it would have been great if we could have learned by someone through someone, so we wouldn't have made those mistakes in the first place. So, um, if you if you're about to open a bank account, and this is your first time, or you've done in the, you've already done it, and you learned some things. Well, maybe you want to show this episode to someone who hasn't, who doesn't know about banking, and still trying to figure out the basics of it and how to navigate it and, and where they should go or what they should do. So let's start off with uh, with banking. Um, banking are you know um, depository institutions. Uh, federally deposited institutory institutions and at banks they offer you know uh, an array of services from uh, from from opening checking accounts to opening savings accounts money market accounts which is similar to a savings account except uh, the only difference is um, you get to write a few checks a month so it's kind of like a hybrid in one account uh, but you're limited on how many uh, checks you can write or how many times you can transfer out of that account um, Savings and money markets are meant for you to save money in there, not to take it out. Um, aside from that, uh, other things that are offered at a bank are uh, credit cards, um, auto loans. Some banks offer auto loans still. Um, in the past, they offered student loans as well. Uh, mortgages, of course. Um, uh, even the investment banking as well. They have uh, licensed professionals in there who are licensed in uh, you know helping helping their clients get you know, buy uh, buy stocks in the stock in the stock market, and buying bonds, um, different form of investment products. Um, there you won't necessarily hear, you won't necessarily hear the title called investment banking, rather a uh, wealth and management. Um, however, with those type of accounts, you do have to have a minimum before you can actually have someone assigned to you. And uh, the banks vary, but um, I know that in some banks the minimum is maybe about two hundred and fifty thousand. Some of them are a hundred thousand. At least have someone, um, you know, open an account for you there and, and help you, um, you know, guide and, and help you how to um, diversify your funds. Um, so that's a, that's one of the services. Another service is, of course, business accounts. They offer um, business checking accounts, business savings accounts. Um, there's credit cards as well for both the personal and the business side. And there's uh, merchant banking. Um, I'm sure that not a lot of people have heard of merchant banking, but what merchant banking is, pretty much it um, it allows for businesses to accept credit card or debit payments. 
um, using the Visa network, the MasterCard network, Discover, American Express. So they're the ones that accept your, when you buy something, they, they accept your credit card and they charge like a percentage per transaction and maybe some cents on it. And, and, and then once that's collected, then they transfer that to your checking account. So that's what merchants processing is. And um, banks have, they work with specific vendors or they're, they're chosen vendor for that. And, um, um, and, and that's how that works. So if you have a business and you're looking to want to accept a, a best, uh, credit cards and debit cards, um, you can go to your local bank. They might have merchant banking services there or, or a vendor that they work with. Um, so those are kind of the kind of the few services that are offered at a bank. Um, in order to open an account at a bank, most of the time uh, you need to have some form of ID, like a license, uh, a state ID. Um, if you're a student, uh, your your college student, uh, your college student card. Um, if you're a foreign national or you're you know uh, uh, an alien out of the country, uh, out of the world, out of the country, um, you can bring uh, your visa or any documentation that's allowed at that bank. You'd have to ask them to see what. What they what 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 they actually use to help to help open people who are foreign foreigners to open their checking accounts. Um, so when you apply for an account, open an account at a bank, what you need to do is bring your IDs with you. And what's going to be happening is the bank will get your information, they'll get your your addresses, and um, you provide that through your whatever you have, whether it's it's your it's your it's your um your your license or your state ID, and they might even ask for another more form of identification. And that could be another credit card. It could be a debit card from a different bank. It could be a utility bill. It could be a credit card statement. Uh, there's numerous things. Like I said, you have to check with each bank. Um, once you have that ID with you, they're going to submit an application. Once that application is run, they're going to they're going to check for uh, to see if you have any your background. So they're going to they're going to use your social security as well. And um, when you open that account, the the bank will do a, a small background check on you. Um, it could even take a little while, maybe a few days into a week. Um, eventually, they will open your account or they'll deny to open your account. Now, uh, why would they deny to open an account? Well, there's a thing called check systems. So check systems is kind of like a credit bureau, kind of like the Experian or the TransUnion Equifax. Um, except when you're on check systems, you're on check systems because you did something unfavorable. So that means that maybe you had a, you did fraud or someone committed some kind of fraud. Um, someone opened an account and the account was overdrawn and it was blocked and it was closed out. And now the bank took a loss. Um, so you would definitely do not want to be on check systems. So what a bank will do, like I said, they'll submit your application, they'll run your social security. And if you're on check systems, um, they can still deny, they, they can still, they can deny the, your, your application or they can approve it. Uh, upon certain contingencies and that could be that you um, go ahead and pay off that that balance or you get that figured out with the bank or with check systems get that removed um, so that's one important thing you guys need to learn about do not um, leave your banks on bad terms do not do not leave those checking accounts overdrawn or blocked or negative uh, get that straightened out uh, maybe if you don't like that bank you have your reasons but make sure that you move on and that you clear that up so you can start banking again somewhere else. And banking is very important. Um, you need to have documentation of your income or your assets because when you want to get a mortgage um, or, or, you know, when you want, want to do a business loan or something big, you're going to have to show proof 
that you have income, that you have assets. And that helps, of course, with all types of loan products. So you're going to have to show someone that you have the money sitting there and that it's yours and it's in your name. So that's what a, that's what a bank does. It helps with, uh, you know, lenders to verify your funds. So, um, like I said, make sure you don't you don't ever get into check systems. And if you do, there's ways to get to get to get that off. Usually it's by, you know, contacting the bank and getting that removed. So uh, once 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 after you if you do pass the, the check systems, you're not on there or if you are there, you removed it, then you can move, move on to the next thing. They're going to be collecting more information about you. Uh, the banker, which is the person who's going to be sitting at the desk with you, they're going to be helping you. And this is if you go to an actual physical location, they will help you um, open an account and they'll pretty much guide you on what, what, what checking account is the best for you. There are different features, different monthly service fees, um, according to the bank, uh, going to the bank account. And, you know, the more money you bring, the more services you're going to get, the more free things you're going to be able to get. Um, you know, even, you might even get discounts on certain uh, loans or, or credit cards, uh, mortgages, different things like that. So when you go to a bank, do your homework, talk to a banker, see what they offer there, and shop from bank to bank to see what's the best for you. Um, so like I said, that's one of the things that they offer at a bank is a checking account and also a savings account. Savings accounts are great to, you know, to, to save your money and put it to the side. Um, obviously, you want to use that for a rainy day or maybe we're going to make a big purchase like a house or to use it for a down payment to get a car. There's a lot of different things where you can just put it to the side and, and use it for, you know, when an emergency comes or for even an in, in investment prop, an investment situation or possibility. So, um, like I said, they, they offer uh, checking accounts, savings accounts, money market accounts. Money market, like I said earlier, is it's kind of like a, a savings account, except you can write some checks out of it. But it's limited to how many you can. So you need to check with a bank when you, if you do want to get that. Um, aside from that, there are also uh, lending services. Banks banks also lend money. They, uh, you know, in the form of auto loans, some still do it, personal loans, uh, mortgages, and, of course, credit cards. Um, we're going to go more deeper into credit cards in a different episode. But pretty much credit cards are like a line of credit that a bank offers to you. And you pretty much... You know, they determine it based on how much you make, um, how much you, how much your bills are each month. Um, and and uh, they'll, they'll, that'll get you started with the credit card. And as you as you as you get approved for credit cards, you start using different credit cards. You'll, you'll create a credit score and that'll show up on three different bureaus. One of them is TransUnion. The other one is Equifax. Another one is Experian. And you want to do certain behaviors to make sure that because those are giving you a score and the higher the score, the better. Uh, the bit more, the more credit cards you can get, the the bigger the limits you can get. Um, so that's one thing that they offer. And you know, each bank has its own set of different credit cards, and you have different credit cards that are used for different things. Uh, think think of a bank and the services that they give you, the tools that they give you, as kind of like a tool belt. You know, a tool belt will have different tools used for specific situations. So you want to use these tools differently, um, and you want to use them wisely and understand when to use them and how to use them. You know, uh, take care of your checking account. Don't be overdrawn. Make sure you're always checking your balances. Um, use budgeting. You know, make sure you always have money in there and you have money um, in your savings account each month when you get your paycheck or whatever you make your commission or what kind of money you get. Make sure you put some in your checking account, some in your savings account for a rainy day and maybe some you want to invest. There's obviously lots of different things you can invest in. So try to always, you know, move your money in different directions, but make sure you always have enough to meet your monthly bills.
Um, you know, some of these bills, some of these bills, they're fixed. Some of them, you know, are flexible. They go up and down. They change according to what's going on with the usage or the economy. Uh, but just make sure you you have good 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 basic traits, good basic um, uh, uh, banking or, or budgeting skills. So uh, credit cards are one thing. Another thing are auto loans. Some banks still do auto loans. Some of them don't. There are now specific lenders who do um, who do auto loans. But if you go to a dealership, you know sometimes the the, the manufacturer or or the actual dealership has their own finance company. So that's another way. Um, auto loans are one thing. Like I said, another thing are mortgages. Uh, banks offer mortgages. A mortgage is a loan to purchase a house, and uh, you can do it with a house you live in, a secondary home, a vacation home, or an investment property. Or in a situation where it's an investment property and you live in it, um, you know it's a primary owned uh, residence, and you know maybe you rent out the other rooms, or or it's it's a big you know plot of a, a plot of land, and and there's a house there, maybe there's a back house, and you can rent out the back house, and you can help that cover your mortgage payment. Um, even even if you know maybe it'll cover your your mortgage payment, and you get some extra money, you know that, that's 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 more cash flow each month. Um, and mortgages are offered, like I said, at banks, um, which are depository institutions. A depository institution means that you bring money in there, and based on the money you give the bank, they then turn around and lend that money out in the form of, of loan products. Like I mentioned earlier, credit cards, uh, personal loans, auto loans, and mortgages. Um, they're not the only ones that do that. There are also lenders who are non-depository depository institutions and they offer mortgages and they work a little bit differently. We'll get into that in another time, but um, that's, an, that's another institution that does mortgages as well. We'll get into another deeper episode when it comes to all the different products and programs out there and how to shop smart for a mortgage. So uh, those are, like I said, those are the few services that are offered, at least on the personal side. On the business side, you can also open a business checking account, a business savings account, um, Kind of has the same procedure, but um, instead of just going off of your information as well when you submit an application, they're going to also ask for a specific documentation for your business. If it's a DBA, which means that let's say you have a freelance market, you have a freelance business, or you sell this, or you sell products or services or merchandise, then it will be your name doing business as X and X and X and ABC company. Um, or maybe you have a business entity, you have an LLC or a corporation. So they're going to want those specific documents to show that this that this document that this entity or this business exists, and that it's up to date, and you know that no one else is using it. That it's under your name, so they'll verify those kind of things. So if you're ready to open a business account, be prepared to bring that paperwork with you. Um, aside from that, um, like I said, there's business credit cards, and there's also commercial loans. So it's kind of like a, a you know loans to to help you. Uh, not necessarily to start a business, but to give you a loan to expand on your business. Uh, most banks won't give you a loan unless you're already in, in, um, in you're already started, you've already been working, you already have a cash, cash flow. Um, there are SBA loans. Uh, that's another thing we can touch upon on a different time. But SBA loans are small business. Uh, it's a small business administration, and they help businesses with uh, with um, getting more capital. But you're like I said, you have to be in. You also have to be already. Um, your business has to exist already exist, and I think for at least two years, and you have to have show show you know constant cash flow monthly income at least for twenty four months. 
Um, so those those are the big things that are offered at a, at a bank in terms of personal and a uh, business banking. Um, now now we know what, what's offered there. Um, you know, uh, let's talk about some other things. Let's talk about the fact that um, if you open a personal account, there's a thing called um, FDIC. Uh, FDIC pretty much is um, it's an it's an agency or it's an institution run by the federal government, and they pretty much what they do is they ensure the depositor, which is you, the the customer, the the account holder, how much money you have in there. So if for some reason the bank goes bankrupt or not bankrupt, but they go out of business. Um, your money will be protected up to a certain amount. And per signer, it's $250,000. So keep that in mind. If you're making a good amount of money and you're saving it, make sure you put that, you put a specific amount in different bank accounts. So you want to spread that out to make sure that all your money's covered. Um, case, worst case scenario, something happens and the banks go, go, go under. Um, one thing, like I said, I mentioned earlier about check systems is that you can um, have a bank account and it gets reported for fraud or for being overdrawn and those are overdraft fees overdraft fees are something you do not want to get that's just a waste of money an overdraft fee occurs when some when you let's say you have a hundred dollars in your account and um you have an all you have insurance or a bunch of different things that come and it takes more money than what you have in your account so now you're negative so once you're negative what ends up happening is the bank will charge you an overdraft fee with overdraft fees right now, they range from thirty to about forty dollars, um, and um, so you'll be negative, and then they'll add you, they'll add another forty dollars on top of that, and then some even they'll add another forty because you're the because of that, so they'll stack on top of each other. Before you know it, you're a few hundred dollars negative, and and now you have to go in there and pretty much you know bring that money, bring bring, bring it up to past zero, you know bring bring it up to date, um, and. There are ways to negotiate that, though. Um, like I mentioned earlier, you know, save your money. Always have money in there. But if things do happen, you made some mistakes, or you 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 forgot about a specific bill, um, or you haven't deposited your your, your work check and what your your check whatever it is, um, things can happen. So make sure that um, you always have money in there. But if they don't, you become overdrawn. What you can do is pretty much. Um, Hold on. What you can pretty much do is go back to your bank and see if they can work with you. See if they can actually and maybe you know reverse the overdraft fee. Just let you know let them know what what exactly happened. And if you have a good if you have an account with the bank for a while and um, you always have money in there and you're rarely overdrawn and and you know this rarely happens to you. Then, then they they can they can do something nice for you and they can actually reverse that that overdraft fee, even a few of them. So, um, you may not have to pay the full amount. Maybe just at least bring in what what caused your account to be negative. Um, usually, what happens though is when you, once you become overdrawn, your account gets blocked. So now nothing can go into that. Nothing can be taken out of that account, or sometimes even go in. You have to ask uh, someone in the branch to remove that block. So. Um, that's something that can happen, but it's always best to avoid from that from happening. Now, uh, when it comes to uh, to banks, you're going to hear this these two things. One of it's called debit cards. Another one is called credit cards. Um, debit cards and credit cards are pretty much... Um, a debit card means that something's taken out of your account. 
and a credit card pretty much means that um, something's a credit means that something's added on there. So when you look at your bank statement, debit means something was taken out of there, and credit means something was um, was deposited in there. Now you always hear people talking about debit card versus credit card. So debit card is it's a it's a it's a card with either a Visa or Mastercard logo on it and a a 16 digit number in the front and you use that to make purchases and that gets taken out of your checking account. A credit card is just almost the same has this has an account number on there and it also has a Visa or Mastercard logo. Sometimes it's an American Express or it's a Discover card. Um and anyways what it's doing is that you don't you don't have any money on the credit card rather the credit card they that you borrow money. Um, and, and when you say, you know, a, a credit card allows you to borrow money and you build up a balance on a checking account, you have a balance and you're deducting from it through making debits. So that, that's one, one key thing. You know, people always ask, what is, what's a debit card? What's a credit card? What's the differences? Um, so like I mentioned earlier, there's a bunch of different services when you go to a bank. Um, right now there's about, maybe there's a few different bank, there's two, three different types of banks. The, the bank that most people know are the national banks, the big banks, and some smaller ones, community banks. Um, and and, um, and you have different, you have numerous branches. Um, those banks are great. And But there's also credit unions. So uh, when you go to a national bank, the good thing about having an account at a national bank is that they usually have a numerous amount of branches throughout the United States, uh, sometimes overseas as well. So if you need to have access to your money or those services, um, you know, there's an ATM or there's a branch nearby, someone you can talk to. Um, but however, um, you know, they don't always have the best fees or the best services um, because you're usually just one out of millions of, of, of account holders they have there. So um, another thing you, you, which you can always go to is go to a credit union. When you go to a credit union, um, credit unions pretty much, it's just like a bank, but it's smaller. Um, and it, um, I'm sorry. And it, and pretty much what a, what a credit card, what I'm sorry, what a, what a credit union is, it's just like a bank, but it's a smaller version of it. So instead of having multiple, a lot of different branches, they only have maybe one or two or three. Um, and it's a credit unit that's, that's dedicated specifically to maybe like a specific type of trade. So maybe you'll see like a credit union for like police officers, or you'll see like a credit union for like um, teachers or for city workers or for a union that works in construction. Um, even for actors, there's different types of credit unions and credit unions, you know, or it could be for just a specific location or maybe none of those. There's just a credit union, like a Westcom credit union. I don't think it's dedicated to a specific occupation or anything like that, or, or even a city, um, you have some numerous branches, but like I said, it's a smaller bank. It's more of a community bank. Um, less people will go there. Um, the staff won't be as big, but the staff will know you. They'll know you, they'll get to know you and they'll probably have better services. And, um, there might be a better trust between the, the, the client and the banker there. Um, so, I would recommend that you have an account at both a bank account, at both a national bank, like a, a Chase or a Citibank or a Bank of America. Um, but I wouldn't, uh, but, but I also have an, an account at a credit union and use it, use it for different reasons. You know, mix your money around. I mentioned earlier about 
the limit on the 250000 maybe put some money in a credit union, put some money in, 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 in your national bank. So you have your money spread around in different areas in case you need to access money. Um, and, you know, they offer different services. Credit unions, you know, offer, um, you know, free checking accounts. There's no, there's no monthly, there's no monthly fees. There's no monthly um, minimums. Um, and uh, they have really good interest rates, good interest rates on credit cards, on auto loans, even mortgages as well. Um, but the thing about, about a credit union and a, and a bank, one thing that they have in common aside from, you know, the accounts that they offer is that they both lend out their money and uh, banks and credit unions, whatever the money uh, someone gives to them, deposit in their account, they turn it right around and they lend it to someone else. So they give you a small percentage on the rate, uh, on, on interest, on when you have a savings account with them. Um, but they charge a lot more when they borrow. And that's, that's when the difference is that's the money they make. Um, so they, they, they borrow their own money. So that means that sometimes getting a mortgage or, uh, or, or a specific type of a loan product might be a little more difficult with them because they have to be very careful on how they use that money and who they, who they live to borrow that money. So, um, yeah, so that's one thing. Um, so, so uh, like I mentioned earlier, credit unions and banks are both good options. I would suggest you have an account in both places. Um, now let's talk about uh, let's talk about business banking. So business banking, I mentioned earlier that it's just business um, uh, checking accounts. There's business uh, credit cards. There's business lines of credit, which are great. Um, business loans, um, and 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 you and you want to explore all your all these different services, all these different tools. When you go to a bank, and but you want to only use what you're going to need. Um, they'll go overboard using things you actually don't need. Um, when you're uh, when you're trying to look for a, a bank or shop around for a bank, look to see what makes the most sense for you. Is it is it convenience? Is it just having a bank account everywhere around you? Is it because there's no monthly fee? Is it because uh, the certain offer certain services they offer are free? Like maybe they offer free uh, temporary checks or free checking or free checkbooks. Um, you know, see, see what, what makes the most sense, um, and, and, and what features are given to you as you increase those balances. Now, when you're looking for a, for a bank, aside from that, you also, if you're in a business specifically, you need to see, you need to, you need to really, when you go to the bank, try to know the staff there, try to know the banker, try to know the branch manager, try to know the, the tellers. And it's important to know these people because, um, they're going to be helping you grow your business. You know, uh, they'll help you to put you in the right packages, help you save money. When I say packages, I mean the right checking account, the right savings account. They'll help you with the right, with the right business credit cards. You know, you're going to, you're going to need credit because sometimes, you know, when you're selling certain things, um, it might take a while for you to get the money that that's owed to you. And in the meantime, you want to have a credit card to make sure your bills are still being paid while you're waiting for, for your customer, your client to pay you back. Um, so, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll give the direction which credit cards to use, which checking accounts to use. And, and another cool thing about business accounts is that um, sometimes they come with free services, like free official checks, um, free uh, uh, traveler's checks. Um, they'll let you um, offer, they, they even some, some banks let you do, let, let, let let's people, um, when you write a check out to someone, they'll let them cash it for free there. So there's a lot of cool things to a, to a business account. Um, make sure you pick the right place. And like I said, make sure you know the staff. The staff can help you a lot. They can make sure that you get these free things. 
and that when you have a check that goes in there, they'll make sure it gets paid. Sometimes, you know, business struggle with money going in and going out. One day it goes in, the next day it goes out because of payroll fees and all these other fees that you, you find yourself negative, uh, but you need a check to get paid. So they will actually force pay a check that you wrote out. Yeah, or different things. And, um, you know, they'll help you a lot. Go to the right bank, get to know the staff, um, you know, make things easier for them, make it easier for them opening the account, make it easier for them when you make your deposit with the cash you deposit or the coins you deposit or the checks you deposit. Um, and, you know, and, and they'll work with you. They'll help you a lot. And, you know, when you want to order money, like you want to order cash or you want to order coins for your business, they'll make sure you, your money's ready and they'll give you a, a date when it's ready and, and, and it'll, 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 they'll, they'll be your business partner in a way. Uh, but remember, it goes both ways. So, you know, um, they, they need checking accounts each month. You know, they need they need to have a certain amount of, of, of accounts open and, and those balances. So, you know, if, if, you, if they're doing all these things for you, make sure that you you open your that you that you make your, that you you tell your employees to open their accounts there as well. When they cash your checks, uh, make sure you open multiple accounts. Make sure you bring your family in there because these banks, you know, they, they have specific quotas or numbers they have to reach each month. And the staff, either, you know, um, a branch will be open or will be closed or have hours cut with the staff if, if there's not enough money going in there. Um, you know, uh, so so make sure that make sure that you support your local bank, whether it's a it's a, it's a national bank or a, or a business bank or you know, business banks are just uh, banks are dedicated to business accounts mostly or a credit union. You know, um, it, it'll make them sure it'll make sure that they'll keep their jobs, that they will. uh that they will have enough hours um, and that they meet their numbers because, you know, nowadays uh, a lot of banks are, are going more into the sales side as well. Um, so work with them and they will work with you. Now we already covered overdraft fees. We covered the 250,000 uh, business accounts, uh, personal accounts, um, budgeting. So um, budgeting is going to be something important. You're going to have to practice when you're with your checking account. Um, First, there's there's a ratio called the 50 20 30 method rule what that means is that let's say you make a thousand dollars a month really small simple numbers 50 percent of that a thousand dollars monthly should go to your to to your expenses um, and make sure those expenses are things that you need and some of the things that you want and then there's another percentage that should be going to your loans to your credit cards to your mortgages um, and then, and then another person you should be in just in, investing or saving. So, fifty uh, percent for your fees. I want to say I think thirty percent for uh, your mortgages. Um, I'm sorry for your loans, and twenty percent to invest or save. Keep that method. Um, another thing you want to do also is whatever your account balance is, try to whatever you make monthly. I'm sorry, whatever you make monthly. Let's say you make two thousand dollars. Always make sure that you have three times that amount in your in your in your bank account at all times. Your combined balances. You always want to have more than enough. So when you start working your job, start saving as much money as you can, because no job is guaranteed, no business is guaranteed. You could be doing really well at a certain time of the year, or one year, and the next year, everything goes down the drain. So you want to have that cushion. So if if your your bank balance is three times as much as as you as much you make. Then you'll have more than enough money in case you lose your job and you're looking for another job. And that'll make sure that you're still paying your bills. You still have money for food, for your necessities, for whatever you need or, or whatever things you like to, you know, uh, pamper yourself with. 
um, you know, extra things. So always make sure that you have three times the amount of that. Um, I, I have a, I have a specific uh, credit maintenance guideline that gives you some few tips on budgeting and credit card use. You can find that on my Instagram. Um, go to my, if you go to my Instagram, if you are, if you're on there, I have a link tree and then in the bio, I have different links. And one of them is a free credit maintenance guide, guideline. And right then and there, there's some tips. Um, so that you can budget correctly and and once you get a good credit score you can maintain it we'll talk about credit in the future but that's just something cool to look at right now at least even just for the budgeting it's a free thing all you have to do is sign up for my newsletter and then you'll get uh the, you'll get a free you'll get an email and then email will send you a, a pdf for their free uh budgeting and credit maintenance guideline and um that news the newsletter you're gonna be signing up for it's just gonna be just just gives you updates on these podcasts um, uh, new things that I'm going to be dropping, new information. Um, so you'll, it, it won't, you, it won't be a lot of useless spam. It will just be some stuff you're going to be able to use. Um, and you know, it just give you an update on the new, the new, ep- the new episodes I'll be, I'll be releasing. It will be the main topics. So, um, yeah, definitely, uh, make sure that you budget correctly. Make sure you always have money in there three times as much on, in your checking account or combined balance between your checking and savings. Um, make sure that, that, that you're, you know, that you're always monitoring your bank accounts each month too. Uh, sometimes, you know, banks, they charge fees based on an error, computer error. They shouldn't be charging because let's say there's a minimum you're supposed to have, I don't know, 1500, but you have, but you average four to five grand each month. So you shouldn't be charged at 15 or $20 or $10. Uh, so make sure you go over that every month. Aside from that, you just always look at your bank statements because sometimes people do fraud. People somehow they they hack or they, they're able to get your, your checking account number, your debit card number, and they start buying things left and right. So you want to catch it as soon as possible. The last thing you want is for someone to get your account information, um, take all the money out, and then once you have to make your mortgage payment, your credit card payment, your auto loan, or pay the rent, whatever you have to pay, you have no money in there. Now you can't pay anything. Now you're falling behind. So the best thing to do is to always avoid these type of situations. Monitor your checking account. Always monitor it. Monitor your savings, your checking account. Um, always keep, you know, be conscious of how much you have in there. Don't just spend away with the debit card. Um, you know, uh, you know, try, try, try to try to set budgets monthly and, and a budget that could be for your, um, you know, a specific amount. Like on your car, each month you spend on your car payment, on your auto insurance on your AAA or any other other service you have on your gas and then you have a specific amount for another budget for food for going out to eat you know stay to that budget and then how much you're gonna spend your groceries and your utilities um, there's a bunch of cool different apps that you can use to track your budgeting one of them is called the mint app it's free and it keeps track of all your expenses you put in all your budget and your expenses and you what you do is you 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 connect your checking account to mint and it'll monitor all your money, everything's going in, everything's going out, um, all your budgeting, and it'll let you know how much you have in there. And if you already met your budgeting, so you don't exceed it. So make sure you always budget all your different things, all your different categories. And remember to try to always, you know, stick stick to to to, to spending. You know, not don't always don't use all of your paychecks. Don't don't go through all of a lot of expenses. At the end of the day, you should only have a specific percentage. You always want to have money. You want to always have a lot more money left over than what you spent because you never know what's going to happen in the future. That same money you might need it for a rainy day, for an emergency. 
You might need to live off of it if you lose your job or your business isn't doing too well. Uh, you might even just not even for that. Maybe you want to invest in a in a specific opportunity, so you have the money right there to invest. You can flip that money. That could be in the stock market. That could be in the crypto. It could be in a business opportunity for a small business to be an investor. There's a lot of different things you can do. So um, make sure you stay to your budgets. Keep to them. Make 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 them each month. Um, and this is one of the services that I offer. I I offer credit maintenance. And with credit maintenance, you need to have good budgeting skills. Um, and if you want to figure out how to do a budget, what are the tools? I can always do a one-on-one consultation with you. And these are the things that you're going to need in order for you to have good credit. You need to be able to 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 have good budgeting skills, and and because good budgeting skills are a reflection of good credit. That means you always pay your things on time. You don't you don't use all your credit cards. You don't just max them out. You're not late on your on your payments. You know exactly how much you're making. So the good budgeting skills you'll. You can create in a checking account. You can apply that to your credit card, and that's where it starts at. It's good budgeting skills. Learn how much you make, how much you have in there, setting limits. You know, um, to how much you spend on certain things, like going out on the weekends. Um, and and it'll reflect down the road, and and you'll see down the road when you want to get a mortgage, when you want to get an auto loan, you get the best interest rates. You get the best interest rates because you have a good credit score. You're gonna, you're gonna, you only use a specific amount of your credit. You're gonna always pay it on time. You're gonna pay things off. Your score is gonna be higher. You're gonna qualify for better rates. And in the long run, you might see it's only difference between a couple of points of percentage, one or two, three percent. But in the long run, at the end, when that loan is paid off, you're gonna save a lot of money. And that money that you save, you can do so many different things with it. You know, you can use it on a vacation, on an investment, to start a business. Lots of different things. You never know. So always be smart, you know, with how much you spend. You go out, you know, with your with uh with when you go out spend your money out on the streets, outside, or you know, how how you, you budget your money in your account and how you use your credit cards. You know, it's it's important that you learn these basic life skills um when you're young or when you're older because you know this can make this this could be the difference whether when you get a lot older that you know you might not have enough money to, to, to survive to live off of. You never know what the future holds. Um, especially if you run into some kind of trouble. It could be a health problem. It could be losing your job. It could be lots of different things. And you always want to have good habits because they're gonna, they're gonna, it's going to be worth it later down the, down the road. Um, so I don't see any questions right now. But um, if you do have any questions in regards to like uh, basic banking um, or credit cards or more things, go ahead and... Um, uh, you know, send me a message on 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 Podbean. Podbean is where I host my uh, my podcast. So it's P O D B E A N. Or you can send me a message on my Instagram. Um, let me know if you have any questions. Um, let me know if you want to talk about a specific topic on on next week's episode. Um, next week's episode is going to be something a little different. Next week's episode is going to actually be on credit. So we're going to talk about credit and. I'm a credit specialist. So we're gonna, we're going to give you a really. It's gonna be a really good episode. You're gonna know about where, where where credit started, the basics of credit, how to obtain a good credit score, uh, what a credit score is, what are the credit bureaus, um, um, some good tips, the basics of credit, uh, the different places you can acquire credit, how to you know how to how to acquire credit, um, different tools. Like I mentioned earlier, um, you know. When you go to a bank, there's different tools, and think of all these tools as a tool in your tool belt. You're gonna need that one tool for checking account to pay your bills. You're gonna need that one tool for your savings to save up your money. 
You're going to need that one tool for investing with the wealth management so you can grow your money, so your money works for you. You're going to have that one tool for credit so that, you know, in case you need to make a big purchase, an emergency purchase, an investment purchase, uh, so, you know, you have that extra line of credit there for you. Um, and then, of course, your other tool set, your business tool set, right? your business checking account, your business credit card, your business savings account, on your business loans, you know, money to that the bank's going to loan out to you so you can grow your business. So these are all different tools. Get to know all these different tools. You're going to need them. Even if you don't start a business just for your own personal reasons, you're going to you need to learn how to use all these different tools. Um, I know this is just one small episode. I can't squeeze everything into it. But if you guys have any more specific questions, feel free to chime in on next week's episode or send me a DM. Like we can always talk about things one-on-one. Um, like I said, I'm a credit specialist. So if you need some credit restoration services, uh, credit establishment or reestablish it, or let's say you're in a good spot with your credit and you just want to take it to the next level. That could be for an auto loan. That could be for a mortgage, a second property, an investment property, multiple units, um, multiple, I mean, multiple houses or, you know, um, it could be for different things. You know, when you want to start a business, you want to increase your business. Um, you know, reach out to me. I, you know, I'm a specialist in both business and personal credit. And um, I can help you, you know, make sure you achieve your goals. And I'll create a strategy that's tailored specifically for you. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll make sure we, we reach them as, as long as you follow the directions. Because in the end of the day, it's going to benefit you and only you, not me. You know, we, we can go as far as you want. Sky's the limit. You just got to make sure that you, you know, pay attention and you follow the directions. You're going to be in a good place. So um, that would do it for this week's episode. Um, like I mentioned, there's auto loans, there's credit cards, there's investment wealth. There's a lot of different things available at a bank. Um, and like I said, you want to have good credit because when you go to the, when you go to the bank, um, you know, you want to take advantage of all these tools because, you know, having good credit and having a relationship with a bank, all these things are going to help you in the long run. You know, if you have a, if you, if you have a relationship with the bank, they'll reverse certain fees for you. You have, uh, you know, checking accounts that are free. You get free services. If you have an auto loan at the place that you have or you, or you bank at, they might even give you an interest on the rate. So things will be really, really good for you. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of services for you uh, that you can, you can you can take advantage at a bank. Um, so, you know, and, and rates are dependent on your credit. The better your credit is, the, you know, the, better, the lower the rate's going to be. And like I said, the, the more money you're going to save. And that applies to, to credit cards, to personal loans. Personal loan is another, actually another type of loan. It's similar to, um, it's like a credit card that let, lets you borrow the money, you spend it what you want to spend it on. But then it's a fixed term, like an auto loan, where you have to pay over 60 months or three years or four years. And each month, you, you know, you get charged a certain interest rate. And those rates are a little bit higher than a credit card. Um, but it's a fixed amount. Um, you know, auto, uh, personal loans between credit cards and, and auto loans. Uh, I'm sorry, between personal loans and credit cards. I personally prefer prefer uh, credit cards because there's credit cards that have no that have no interest. And we'll talk more about that next week's episode. But um, uh, like I said, that's one that's one thing that, that I, I would pick between. I pick credit cards because there's certain cards with no interest. Uh, personal loans do have interest. But it's a fixed amount. Uh, it can help you start your build your credit up. Um, but that's like I said, that's just one one tool you can use. Um, I would always before you you use any of these products, make sure you talk to your, when you like I said when you choose your bank, choose the right staff, choose a good banker, and they should be able to guide you and let you know what's the best tool for you for your situation. You know, like I said, you know, go in there, get to know these people. They're going to be directing you, and guiding you on, on being financially successful because. The more successful you are, the more successful they're going to be are. Because you're going to be referring other people to the bank. 
and that means the more the better skills you have at budgeting and saving your money and using your credit well then they, they, you're gonna you're gonna be bringing all the all that money to them so they they want to help you make more money and they don't want your money they already make enough money off of diff, different of the people believe me so just work with them they're gonna work with you and you're gonna be successful at least you know in managing your money and and this is something important that you need to learn how to do so we're almost at the 45 minute mark I know this is kind of long um, some episodes will be this much it might even be shorter it might even be longer um, I guess this was just a lot to cover for for banking for personal banking um, if you have any more questions anything else any comments let me know on podbean live or um, or just send me a, a text message an email uh, you can send me a, a direct message on Instagram on Facebook um, let me know if you have any ideas any comments any feedback um, you know any questions that you have I'll be, I'll be free to, to answer them um, aside from that, have a good night. I uh, thank you for tuning in, and uh, hopefully next week we'll uh, I'll be able to publish uh, the next episode, which will be on credit. I'll talk a little more about that. Um, if it's not next week, I'll let you know when. But the next episode for sure will be on credit, and I'm trying to target around eight to nine o'clock every Wednesday. If something comes up, I'll let you guys know. There'll be a delay or not, maybe a few days, maybe it won't it'll be postponed to the to the following week. Either way, I'll always let you guys know beforehand when the episode is going to publish and if it's going to publish and what's going to be the topic. Once again, thank you everyone and have a good night.